Hello everybody, welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a great day. Uh, first thing, as always, the opinions expressed in this video are my own, me, myself, and I, and should not, under any circumstances on this planet, be taken as legal, tax, and or investment advice. Please always be sure to do your own research. Uh, this is definitely a uh, my opinion video. I was combing through the interwebs and I found uh, something very interesting and I'll uh, you'll obviously get it as I'm going through it. Um, once again, my opinion. I'm always a little shocked. Uh, if you've been around the uh, crypto way, I don't think that's the saying. If you've been around the way a little bit in the cryptocurrency space and you have read and seen exactly what's going on, um, one of my opinions has been for quite some time, and this is just how I feel. Once again, I have to, I have to stress this because of what exactly you're going to see in this video. Um, it's all but clear to me at this point that Bitcoin is going to, uh, make it. I don't think that there's going to be one winner. I, don't, I think that at the end of the day, we'll probably have at least... 20 to 25 different cryptocurrencies that are going to be floating around inside the ecosystem. So it won't just be Bitcoin that's kind of uh, ruling over everything. There are people called Bitcoin maximalists who think that Bitcoin is going to be the only coin. Uh, so we now have a situation where uh, many people in the cryptocurrency space believe, like myself, that we are going to have multiple coins floating around at the exact same time, more or less coexisting, if you will, as we don't just have one company and one country and one continent on this planet, multiple things are going to exist. On the other side, you have people who believe that Bitcoin is going to be it. Somewhere in the center of this, I believe, is going to be the truth, or rather uh, the reality of probably what's going to end up happening. Um, and I'm constantly, uh, I don't want to use the word perplexed, interested in the fact how few people, I guess I want to say, like own Bitcoin or are interested in getting Bitcoin. And once again, my opinion, sorry for stressing it so much. Uh, it simply comes down to everything that we've been reading, especially when it comes down to the NASDAQ, the New York Stock Exchange, Fidelity. Uh, there's also some other news floating around that just happened. Uh, Bitcoin seems to be like the I don't want to say path to glory. That seems a bit too much. Uh, it seems like what Bitcoin has the household name. And therefore, it seems like Bitcoin is probably going to have one of the better chances of uh, being it or the it coin as time continues to go on. That's not to say that other coins will not or cannot potentially pass Bitcoin should something detrimental happen to the network. It's just the the fact of the matter is at this point, Bitcoin is around 10 years old and the information and the strength of the blockchain that we have right now is kind of indicative of the potential future that Bitcoin could have. Got all that? Okay. Uh, so there was a study that was recently done and it showed um, exactly how few people actually have Bitcoin or um, how it's unevenly distributed. Once again, not financial advice. I'm always wondering and I and I mean and I mean this in in the most honest way. Uh, please tell me why if you don't have any Bitcoin, please don't tell anyone exactly how much you have. Uh, this is uh, the internet. Uh, don't make yourself a target. Uh, don't tell anyone exactly how much you have, but ex give me a reason as to if you don't own any, tell me exactly why. You could like let loose. Tell me exactly what you really think about the coin. Or if you do own some, um, tell me why. And, and, and I'll put it to you this way. If you happen to own like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction, like a very like small amount, 
explain to me why you haven't tried to get more of it. And I'm and I understand economically, like I get before I, I've, I've said it in many other videos, like I get everyone doesn't have 30, 40, 60, 90, 100 million dollars to throw around on cryptocurrencies. That part I got. If if if, if that's the issue and you don't want to push too, too much into it, I got it. Um, don't want to ramble on too long on that on that one specific thing. Uh, but I'd like to hear from other people as to, I guess, why. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to jump right into it and you'll kind of get it. It says a persistent bear market has proved detrimental for the most uh, cryptocurrencies in the market. Prices of most cryptocurrencies have touched yearly lows and circulating supply has dwindled. A research report revealed that 80% of addresses on the Bitcoin network hold less than $100 worth of Bitcoin. There are 22.9 million addresses that exist on the Bitcoin network. This might be low compared to the Ethereum network, but what is even more saddening is the fact that of the 22.9 million addresses, a staggering 11 million addresses hold less than 0.001 BTC. This means that half of the addresses represent paupers, if you will, of the network. For those who aren't uh, aware of the current prices right now, at least at the time of me making this video, 0.001 Bitcoin is four US dollars or three euro dollars, euros. Uh, this is kind of what I mean. Like if, as someone who's into the cryptocurrency space, there was uh, something that we were reading through a couple of days ago, and it was an article about um, someone who was trying to uh, discuss or converse with someone who was against cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. And they were on a panel and they said, you know, you may not like Bitcoin. They said, would you buy into a $10,000 Bitcoin? And the person said, no, never in my life would I buy into that. They said, would you buy into a $5,000 one? And the person said, you know, I, I feel like maybe the fundamentals, you know, maybe the prices is, is, is a bit too low at that point. And they said, would you buy into a $5 Bitcoin? And the person said, absolutely. I would, I would probably try and buy a couple of them. So when we, I know, I know that it's only fractional, uh, it just leads me to the question, um, why there are so few people who don't have any Bitcoin or even a tiny bit of it, especially when it comes to, if, if this channel is mainly about investing and focusing on investing and making money from cryptocurrencies, um, I guess the question of diversification of assets kind of comes into play as well, as in, uh, wouldn't it then make more financial sense to like i i totally get the the idea behind investing in altcoins like that i get 100 percent. when i first got into cryptocurrencies as well i don't know if i told you guys before i think i mentioned it in another video um someone was asking me exactly um like how many so wait the the question was you've been into crypto for quite some time you must have tons of bitcoin and the answer is not really uh, when I first got into it, I um, over a couple of months, I think I accumulated 10 Bitcoin and then I sold all of them uh, for altcoins. So I get the idea of wanting to own altcoins is the thing about crypto vanity, wanting to have as opposed to having, you know, fractions of a coin or something like that. You want to be able to have, uh, you know, 5,000 of this and 16,000 of this as opposed to just saying that you own 10 of something. Um, and then pretty much from that point, whenever you get into the discussion of kind of what makes more money or kind of the like percentage wise, typically sometimes, sometimes altcoins seem to outperform Bitcoin when it comes to like uh, heavy movements and stuff like that. But overall, at least at the time of now, Bitcoin is like the not the stronghold. It's like the most stable coin. I guess I could kind of say it that way. Like kind of this, the one of the safer bets 
when it comes to that. So I guess a lot of people invest in altcoins because they're trying to make the the quicker money. Like usually, like I said before, it's a lot easier or mm, it seems a lot easier for a coin to go from one cent to 15 cent than it is for Bitcoin to go from 6,000 to around 90,000 in the same time period. That's kind of the logic that most people kind of follow. Once again, not financial advice. I know you're uh, tired of me saying that. I'm also tired of saying it myself. Uh, but yeah, it says, so this is actually a typo right here and I'll show you in a second. It says, there are only five addresses which hold more than 100,000 BTC currently on the network. This means that currently only 20% of the addresses on the network hold more than 100 US dollars. These could be exchange addresses as exchanges are known to hold hefty amounts of cryptocurrencies. Also, this means that the number of Bitcoin holders are at a bare minimum compared to all the addresses present on the network. Here's the actual chart right here. For those who aren't looking at the screen, hello to all of you. It shows, um, it says balance, um, balance versus number of addresses. So pretty much it goes, uh, there are five, that's why I said this was a typo right here with the million. There are five addresses on the Bitcoin network, which have between 100,000 and 1 million Bitcoin, five addresses. There are 111 addresses that have between 10,000 and 100,000 Bitcoin. And then you kind of slide all the way down here and it shows between, they're rounded, is around 16.45 million, give or take, addresses. 16 million addresses that have anywhere from 0.01 to 0.001 Bitcoin. That's an astronomical amount. Um... I think potentially it could just be a lot of addresses where people were trying to, I don't know what they could be. I, I don't really see a lot of a reason to open an address if you have this little Bitcoin. I don't really, couldn't really tell you. Um, a lot of people believe, or it is believed, that a number of these wallets in particular could actually uh, be from cryptocurrency exchanges. And this is why they have such um, high numbers. And that because before we talked about like a monopoly on who, who owns a certain amount of Bitcoin, even though we know at this point that many uh, heavy-handed and or rich organizations and or companies are accumulating Bitcoin in mass. Um, that's, that's also something that kind of makes me really interested in understanding the, I want to say the psychology or the, or the mind thought of other people in the cryptocurrency space in general, not even just people who are into Bitcoin. If you hear, so I'll put it this way. If I get news that the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ are going to be opening up a cryptocurrency trading desk and so is Fidelity and all the other custody solutions. Um, that rings a bell in my head because they were all, you know, the, the head of the New York Stock Exchange said uh, he thinks that Bitcoin could be a world currency. It's a huge, huge bell. Uh, when we get an indication that grayscale and just grayscale, like I said before, who knows what a grayscale is? Even most people in the cryptocurrency space had no idea what grayscale was, that they own more than 1% of all Bitcoin. That also rings a bell in my head. These are these are indications that there's an incredible amount of big money at play. Once again, my opinion. And it makes me wonder why more people, I guess the easiest way of saying it is, why aren't more people betting on Bitcoin? I understand that the network's slow. I really get it. I told you guys my stories before where it took like days for me to get my money. I totally understand that. Um, the internet was also slow in the very beginning. We are going to have a lot of things that are going to be advancing in the entirety of the cryptocurrency space. We have the Lightning Network. We have many other things that are going to make these coins a lot faster. 
I wonder what other people think are the long-term prospects of Bitcoin in particular. I, I know that a lot of people, rather, if you are here right now, I'm going to assume 85% of the people listening to this have some type of a long-term prospect in cryptocurrencies, whether that be specifically for Bitcoin or that is for XRP, that is for Ethereum, that is for EOS, that is for NEO, that is for IOTA, that is for Tron. You have something in your head that's telling you that the thing that I'm into is going to last longer than five years, longer than 10 years. And this is why I'm here because I can essentially make money from my investment in, in these, into these cryptocurrencies. 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 Uh, the point is, that's kind of um, my idea about the entire thing. I wonder uh, what the psychology is behind... Because even remember... Okay, if you remember before, there was another video that I made. It had to be a couple of months ago at this point. Um, and it was two things. It was Charlie Lee telling other people that before they buy any Litecoin, that they should aim to buy an entire Bitcoin. On top of that as well, there was the other news. Um, I think if you owned, what was it, 0.01 or was it 0.08? One of those numbers. I can't remember the exact number. I'm used to seeing 0.01. I think it was 0.08 of a Bitcoin. I think you're then in like the, the 1% or something like that of, of Bitcoin holders. I can't remember exactly what the number was. Um, it had, has, anyway, the point is we were talking about like the, the, the aspirations that people could potentially have to be part of that 1% of Bitcoin owners. But I mean, that, that was also kind of a, a weird thing because what they were referring to was a future or world where Bitcoin kind of dominates everything or rather, um, the idea is from a lot of people, especially on podcasts, a lot of Bitcoin maximalists, like I try to listen to everyone's story. Like I, I don't just try to listen to things that are just about XRP or other coins. I try to listen to the entirety of what other people are thinking the cryptocurrency space is going to be. And on the argument of uh, Bitcoin being potentially 95% of the entire cryptocurrency space, um, it kind of come, I completely had a brain fart. So many things uh, flowing through my head. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. Uh, the point is, is that if Bitcoin does become 95% of the entire cryptocurrency market space is in this world where uh, one Bitcoin, maybe, they say, could potentially be worth uh, $100 million. And this is where they get the idea from if you have uh, 0.01, that would then mean that you have essentially 1 million US dollars in Bitcoin. So I, so I, I think it came down to like, um, if you owned... Uh, this much of a Bitcoin, 0.01, you would then in the future potentially have $1 million and therefore uh, be a part of like the crypto rich club or something like that. Something along those lines. Um, just kind of what I think. I think there's a bit more down here. It talks about the like the the uh, running of the nodes. It says Bitcoin Core has 95% of the nodes. The US has 25% of the total 10,000 nodes. Uh, Germany has 19% of nodes and is the second largest uh, holder of active nodes on the Bitcoin network. For those who are um, interested in reading a bit more of this, uh, right here. Yeah, the website is delphidigital.io slash Bitcoin. I'm going to try my darndest to put this in the description below. I know I say that sometimes and I'm just really horrible with doing it because I try to make sure that everything is correct and I end up forgetting to put the thing inside of the actual um, article. Uh, it seems it's a 59 page thing. I tried to download it Maybe I did it incorrectly. They didn't really find an option for it. Either way, you're actually able to read it directly on their website. I am definitely going to read through this the moment I'm done with the video because I'm very interested to see exactly what they have to say. It has stuff for those who aren't looking at the screen. It has stuff like um, short-term outlook, long-term value potential, medium of exchange, uh, portfolio diversification, uh, key risks and mitigants, 
and it kind of just continues to go on from there. It looks incredibly interesting. I like reading things like this every once in a while. I was trying to read like a white papers before, and I think by like the 13th or 14th one, a lot of them seem to just mimic each other. So I like uh, when certain companies or institutions like dive deeper into specific coins and they talk about the actual fundamentals. Um, because for me, it's always important to read like the good and the bad when it comes to everything that's happening in every single project. I don't care what it is. Um, I refuse to have my money, me, myself. I refuse to have my money in anything that I'm only reading like the really good news about it. If something negative is happening with something that I have my money in, that might be an indication for me that it's time for me to pull my money out. Uh, so I'm definitely interested in reading through this. Um, anyway, I think that is uh, definitely going to do it for this video. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed. Uh, don't forget to, if you want to read this, if you uh, like to read, if you like to absorb more information, I think it's always a good idea to read about what you have your money in. Um, and please don't forget to, if you can, uh, tell me why or why not you don't have Bitcoin. I think that sentence was incorrect. Uh, tell me, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm always interested to know, um, even if it's just a fraction of a Bitcoin, like, do you think that Bitcoin is that bad or that slow or that Bitcoin doesn't have the the capability of being able to scale potentially even five years from now that you getting 0.01 of it is then completely worthless. Like, do you not see a, I don't know. I think I'm just, um, when, when it comes to getting into cryptocurrencies or like which bets that I guess I'm making, quote unquote, I like to go for the blue chip ones, like the higher end. This is why I tend to focus on like the top 15, sometimes top 10, but, uh, between between Tether, uh, Bitcoin Cash, and Bitcoin Cash SV, uh, I've dug a bit deeper down the list simply because I don't invest in those projects. Anyway, um, hope you all enjoyed. Hope you all are having a great day, morning, afternoon, and or evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I hope it's absolutely fantastic. Thank you once again for watching and or listening. I do appreciate all of your support. And yeah, I'll talk to you all soon. See you.